0: You're listening to Ignite Your Success, a podcast that inspires fitness professionals to build a strong business that enables them to serve more people and engineer the lifestyle they desire. It's Brad Shepard here, and together with Jason Yabanovich, we're best known for running Trainer HQ, a community of passionate and profit-hungry fitness business owners that make a massive difference in others' lives every day. Each episode, will unpack for you exactly what's working and deliver best practice strategies so you can confidently grow your business and make a huge impact. Boom, and we're live, and it's Brad Shepard here with another Ignite Your Ultimate Success podcast, and I'm joined by my business partner, Mr. Jason Yubanowich. <laughs> I'd
1: probably prefer the one and only, if be have That's... Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the intro. Well, I yeah. guess that's what you get since uh, working together since two thousand and
0: eight. Uh, long time. See that in sync, in harmony. It's uh, yeah. It's a long time. <laughs> it's, so a lot, ma- it's a long time, mate. We in 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 all sincerity, but mm. mate, if we're going to launch you, more importantly, it's my business partner, the one and only, Mister Jason Nabarroich. Oh,
1: stop it. Stop
0: it. I well wasn't good. expecting that at all. Welcome, mate. We've got some serious stuff to talk about today. And more importantly, we're speaking about why many fitness businesses fail or why they don't succeed. So, mm-hmm. mate, lead us out, please. Well,
1: since 2008. Mm, long time. And being in the industry for over 25 years now, there's we've seen pretty much everything. Ooh, many, and, many. Yeah. And the the good thing about been uh, helping others and coaching others since 2008. Is that we see trends we see the same things that occur with why most businesses struggle Mm. so we know we we know for a fact that there's a lot of fitness businesses out there uh, that uh, are just struggling to get past where they currently are Mm. Uh, for a number of reasons which we'll discuss today and uh, it's not because they can't move forward or they can't get greater success is just that probably just haven't had a few key things in place so <coughs> when we look at that we go well what are some of the key reasons why people come to us well number yeah. one uh, they don't probably have the right skill set so they go and Trainer an HQ or Jason and Brad whoever they're talking to uh, be a bit hard to talk to a train HQ wouldn't it, it it's would, not really yeah. a person yeah it's kind so of that like would be thing. that was fucking dumb really but uh,
0: can we edit that no out? you're good mate you're good keep good. going and,
1: oh, I'm on a roll yeah um, they they They'll say, I "Want to earn this much money? Let's just say the magic number that a lot of people want to achieve." And you know, when I say a lot. We hear it a bit. Hundred thousand. Yeah. So two we, grand a week. Yeah, two grand a week. Yeah. And um, you know, where are you currently? They might be at thirty-five or forty grand. We go. Okay. Well, let's explore your skill set and what it would take for you to run a business that could earn hundred grand. So let's look at your ability to know what you're selling. Mm. What's that like? And mostly people go, oh, I hate selling or mm. don't like it. Mm. Okay, so you haven't done much training in that area? No, no, I haven't. Do you understand what you're selling, how you're selling it, why you came to that price point? No, mm. no, 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 no. Mm. So already we're starting to explore that skill set mm. needs to match up with the business goal. So a hundred grand business will be a different set of skill set than if you wanted to earn a million dollars in your business. Mm. And you've got to evolve. So first thing is they just don't have the right skill set. Mm. Um, to achieve that goal in the first place.
0: And on that, on that part of skill set, this is just had a conversation with someone yesterday, PT manager runs several clubs in charge of a, a large department and a large group of personal trainers. And one of the key issues that was brought up was, and this is a, this is a gym uh, franchise, one of the key issues that was brought up was that PT's having a lag time between a new lead coming in and actually reaching out and contacting that new lead. Mm -hmm. And we were speaking about it, how we were both just absolutely dumbfounded as to what you, if you're running a business, number one, underneath the roof of a gym, it's your business, it's your responsibility to sort of take control of this stuff. Why would you not lead on the front foot? And as soon as a lead comes in, these are hot prospects. (laughs) Why wouldn't you reach out to them? But literally the the fact of the matter is it's not happening. Mm. So we were, I I straight away go back, as you were just saying, then to skill set and going well, on a deeper level going well. For some people, they could potentially get a bit blocked in going, I, I just don't, I'm not exactly sure how to start that conversation. I'm not exactly mm. sure what words to say. Do I, I send an SMS first? Is it a phone call? What, what what form of reach out do I do?
1: Yeah, and that's it. And there's a mindset that comes into it as well. So, you know, we know that don't know what to say or I don't like selling or all that kind of, and that won't help you move forward. Mm. That'll keep you stuck and blocked because then, you know, the better question is, is what? Well, what do I get need to get better at? What do I need to improve? and And so when we work with clients, the first thing we do is identify, well, you know where are your strengths and weaknesses, what are you good at, what are you not good at, mm. and help you understand that these are the skill sets you need to learn. Now, in a course of twelve twelve months, you're not going to be able to master everything or you know get good at everything. But you will go, well, look, at the moment I've had, if you're tracking stats, that is, mm. you go, over the last month, I have had, like, say, we'll keep it conservative, 10 sales appointments, so I've converted one or two of them. Well, there's a real issue. Mm. There's there's an issue in that um, it's rather that you're in front of the wrong people to start with, so there's a problem with identifying You know who who is an ideal client for you, or or you are in front of the right people. You just your skill set in terms of selling and being comfortable with sales and having a healthy relationship with it lacks. Mm. So unless that problem gets rectified, then again that's why the dropout rate's so high. Mm. Uh, And we hear things like people go, "Oh, just they they you know people just complaining about the money or their tie kickers." And I go, "Well, hold pump the brakes there a little bit. You know, let's let's look at your." Uh, part of playing this first are you actually good at the sales bit don't expect someone just to swipe their credit card with you just because you've got a, a, a personal training t-shirt on mm. so if you're not good in that area don't expect me to sign up with you so yeah skill sets definitely thing we need to you know quantify first and that's what we do right we Absolutely, and this, yeah. this
0: goes across the board. We start with you know, sales as our example here, but then we, we, we switch to marketing or lead gen. We go, okay, what's your experience in understanding marketing, the, the concept behind it? What, How much training have you done in understanding headlines and copywriting and the structure of an ad and where to put your call to action and where to use your testimonials and case studies and so forth? And so that part there is an, an integral part of it and we're, we, can, we can easily go down right now into the detail but these are all basic skill sets and so once again primarily when we see people turn up on our doorstep these are the things that we assess and the simple fact of the matter is this stuff just doesn't get taught right so Mm. people learn fitness business sorry they learn fitness they get themselves qualified and with no disrespect to the colleges there's just limited or lack of business education business training in there so
1: there's two things. We, you know, really, we talk about you're in a marketing and sales business first and foremost, and like saying, And it's, it's also not even just about uh, online or material stuff that you market on, it's how do you actually verbalize it when someone says, what do you do? Mm. Uh, and if you don't have an answer to that, you don't have a response because you don't actually know what you do. When I say that, uh, when I ask people in the fitness industry, what do you do? And they go, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a transformation coach, all that stuff. Well, it doesn't really tell me what you do, uh, and it leaves the consumer with one only question: that's how much do you charge? So, you know, we go into brand messaging and you know, uh, in more detail. So you understand what it is that you are doing in the community or the marketplace. That's, you know, lets the consumer go: are you the right choice for me? So that's that's just touching on skill set. And then, mm. at a basic level, what's your what's your business acronym? So what's your knowledge about a business that needs to make a hundred grand, there's going to be a certain level of education that you're going to need to know in terms of KPIs and stats. Yep. And if you're new, it's not going to be, it's not going to be in, uh, you know, too in depth, but there are some things that you're going to need to have in place to just at least get the framework so you can get it to that hundred grand. So, yep. but it's hard for them to understand There's Like I'm trying to, I'm just a new trainer or, mm. you know, I'm, I'm trying to get this whole thing up running now. I've got to now, get confidence in actually being a trainer and delivering the service, whatever it may be. And now I've also got to have this business part mm. um, sorted and no wonder it's just overwhelming for some people and then there's the millions of different experts, so-called experts out there and blog posts and all that that you're trying to sort through to go, shit, what do I do? Who do I listen to? What's right? What's wrong? So, yes, I um, mean, that's one side. That's what is, you know, we've also had people that have been in industry for five, six years just, and they'll say to us, Look, I've been in business for a while, but I still don't feel
0: like I know how to run a business. So mm. there's two sides. Hundred percent. And and what we're referring to here is I guess, this concept of just being becoming better educated in business. And so what you know, we've been saying to people for years is that you you're in business, and over eighty percent of PTs are in some way, shape, or form running their own business underneath the roof of a gym, outdoor studio, whatever that might be. It's, it's your responsibility to get yourself better educated in business because you if, you're, if you are running a business, then it's over to you. The buck stops with you. And once again, if we're looking for business success, we need to have a, a certain level of skill set in there.
1: Yeah, we call it putting yourself in the best position to win because for every person that asks you what you do and you don't know how to answer it, for every lead, you don't follow up because you're not sure how to say, or if you do follow up, you're still not sure what to say and you're not putting yourself in the best position, the best light or the best opportunity, then it just makes business hard and stressful and confusing and and that's why most people then opt out, not because they, they couldn't run a successful business or or do what they love. Mm. Uh, it's just because it sometimes gets all too much because uh, there's no real clear pathway and identification of what I need to do, you know, each year in your shout. So if you if I were on the clock when I started and you started all those years ago, yep. to, to now there's, there's been tens of thousands of hours and... And understanding business learning improving, you know, improving it still today 25 yeah, years down the track it never stops you yeah. know um and in some ways this day and age things change more rapidly than what they used to when we started so you've got to be really finger on the pole so that's a summary of, of uh, i guess skill set the next part is in structure of the business and a lack of it for, mm-hmm. for the most part and if you don't have the right structure in place again you know we've been doing this since 2008 uh, and when we speak to people, how many people come to us with a business plan?
0: Mm. Oh, it's a very small percentage. It, it'd be less than 5%. <laughs> and if they
1: have, it's something they did when they finished their course because they had to <laughs> and it was not relevant anymore. So, again, why? Because, you know, there's there's outdated, uh, convoluted, uh, boring, you know, pointless business plans out there that aren't relevant to maybe the person starting out in business or has a small business so, you know, again, they don't start it because mm. it doesn't really make any sense and mm. I'm just some random template I've got off a government website. So, mm. Mm. but if you don't have a clear plan in place and so many times I, I ask people, what do you want to earn? And they don't even know, mm. like, so if you don't even know what your objective is financially for 12 months, well, how do you know how to set your charge out rates? How do you know how, how many signups you need to be, you know, uh, getting each month? How many sessions you need to be conducting and at yes. what rate? It it's just, again, it's the hope plan. You're just crossing your fingers and, and hope it all pans out. And it's it's not a very good way to run your day-to-day life in general terms of, you know, being stressed and uh, unpredictability and spitting your wheels. It's not a great way to operate
0: out of. Yeah. And and f- once again, for those of you who are tuning into this, and let's say you, you're new to the industry or you're within your first six months or first 12 months, every year we have plenty of clients come and join us at Trainer HQ who – come into the program in some ways with, for want of a better terminology, not massive aspirations to build a, a huge revenue. More importantly, they see the value in getting themselves educated, see the value in getting themselves skilled up in these areas, and the relief that comes with starting to set up, improve your skill set, number one, starting to set up some of these structures, people, people get clarity from it instead of just spinning their wheels unsure about what's ahead and, and more importantly it's like once I get this stuff set up aha! Uh-huh, suddenly the light bulb moments start coming off as an end result of that of mm. course the the money comes in the new yep. clients flow the profitability comes but so f- for that if you if you sit there and it's like you know you, you you hear figures and numbers and you we've got you know bucket loads of client case studies and success stories and testimonials. you see some of them are Five grand a week, eight grand a week, ten grand a week. Sometimes it become slightly overwhelming for some people at the beginning. Going, I'm just trying to get myself mm. to a thousand bucks a week. Yeah, I'm just trying to get myself to twelve hundred bucks a week. I'll figure out how to do that. But trust us when we say that there is a, a process to go through and a journey than to follow. So if you were just to spend some time setting up this stuff, it, the back end of of this is 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 going to really like we said, put you in that best position to win.
1: Yeah, and, and when you're talking there, I go, it's no different than a, probably maybe a person who's never been in shape or, you know, we've got a client and they've they've got 40, 50 kilos to lose. Mm. You know, the idea of them being shredded and lean or whatever their their actual, you know, uh, goal is, it's, it's probably more just so can I just stick to it training program yes you know for so four the next weeks, two weeks you know yeah. whatever can i just get can through I that first? Habit? so yeah i've got the end goal of mine how yep. i'd like to look but i've just had no evidence of it i've had no experience no track record if anything my track record still in the total opposite so yeah. it's a similar thing and you know that's why you know, i guess for the most part a of our clients on average stay with us for two or two years because there is it's a longer journey it's not this wham bam thank you ma'am and yeah uh, it's not a rant, but I, I, the thing that, that disappoints me, I'd say, more than a rant is, is this evolution of uh, people out there promising people in the industry, you know, quick fix overnights. And mm. again, relate it back to our industry. And yep. I haven't met many trainers out there that go, oh, no, I'm, I'm a big believer in just do a I, I hit six, eight weeks and, you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. And these people are going to be changed forever. I've never heard a trainer say that. So, yes. you know, again, make the parallels into business go on. Mm. If There's people out there promising that you're going to get a squillion leads in you know three months, and we're going to do this three months and all the rest of that. You
0: have a seven figure online PT in the next two weeks. And the,
1: the only people that I would see doing that are people who haven't actually done it because we've been in business for a long time, we know what it takes, you mm. know, we know the reality of the journey. And again, it's that person equivalent of 50 kilos that you know the last thing they need is like we're just going to put you on in an intensive eight week, 12 week challenge and then. See you later, you're all good. It it just doesn't work that way. It takes time and consistency and all those things aren't sexy. Yep. But if you want if you want the long term benefits, gains, you know, you want the wealth long term, set your family up, you know, have freedom, flexibility, then you do all that stuff. Uh, you know but again the person who wants a quick fix the one who does the challenge weight loss challenge other weight loss challenge or the weight loss challenge would never see them in three four years they're still battling with the same thing there's a reason same in business
0: yeah and i mean f- when we look at it from our perspective it's exactly why we set up our 30 for 30 so 30 minutes a day for 30 days to work on and implement your business structure your business system get yourself educated in business what are we not promising well we're not promising you get a squillion leads. We're not promising you'll turn into a six, well, seven, or eight-figure trainer.
1: <laughs> screwing a lead anyway. Like yeah. most small businesses, will just kill them because they won't be able to follow up with them anyway. You know, it's
0: screwing yeah. leads. So, what do we promise? Well, we promise that over if you invest thirty minutes a day for thirty days, over that time, you're going to be able to go through, learn the content, make yourself more skilled, make yourself more knowledgeable, use the resources, use the templates, and set yourself up for success moving forward from there. Yep. It's it's a launch pad for success.
1: Yeah, and it's it's the formula like. Uh, I, I remember when I was, you know, ne- needing to learn about sales and marketing and all the rest of it. I just made a decision to go right. I've, you know, I've got a busy schedule like most trainers. You know, I'm up early and, but the reality is, if when you when you got a sense of direction and a purpose and, mm. and you, you really identify with, if I don't change something in this area, that you know the results coming it might be a little bit prolonged and, and delayed, but the same mm. results happening if I don't do something about it. And this is where this has come, for come from. I just made a decision. I'm, I'm assuming you're the same. And, you know, I was an hour just every morning, another hour earlier to get up there and do it. And, you know, I've often hear some trainers go, oh, I'm already up at 4 a.m. Um, oh, I couldn't give two fucks, you know, like get up at 3 a.m. And the real question is not what time you get up is do you want this stuff? Just like you'd say to your client, you know, if a client yeah. said, to you, oh well, um, uh, I, I busy probably at work, I probably don't know. want to get up that early." I, I, I get up early, do it late at night, do it your lunch break. It, the, the times are irrelevant. The real yeah. question is: Is do you want these results? It's a yes or no answer. If you if you want these results, then there's going to be some extra effort uh, required, right? Yes. And what I find is that the thirty minutes, thirty day makes it a lot easier. Uh, to be an action that, like, you don't need to go and sit down every day and do three, four hours because you probably won't be able to handle it anyway. So yeah, we're and building momentum, consistency, uh, and that's why the 30 thirty minutes, 30 days, by then, that whole build a new habit, that habit will be ingrained in you.
0: Yeah, and if you've ever s- sat in front of a, a Google Doc or a Microsoft Word Doc and, and a blank template and just you know, watching that cursor just pulsate in front of your eyes, you know, and yeah. just... You ever see that thing just it throbs and you're going, come on, creativity, come What am I come supposed to be me? doing? So I guess that's this is structure. This is what we're speaking about. So we've spoken about skill set. Now we've mm-hmm. moved into structure. The next component?
1: Is mindset. Yeah. So m- mindset, but um, mindset on a, on a couple of key levels. So uh, number one, uh, how is your thinking again or relationship about business so we always start there so if you've got any of the common beliefs that you hear out there when they when you when you talk to people about getting into business uh it's a good place to start meaning that you hear people go "Oh, business is risky they fail uh you know you won't have a life you Mm. know you don't make any money for the first two years now if you've got any of those type of beliefs beliefs underneath the surface you'd you'd want to have a look at that first what's my actual belief about being in business? And if it's anything of what you deem to be a negative nature, then chances are you'll probably self sabotage, and and that'll be a self fulfilling prophecy. So mm. you'd want to change it and go. Firstly, where do I get that belief from? Mm. Was it passed on from a parent, from a young age, from just what I've seen, from what I've heard, what I've read? Uh, because if you speak to say Brad and myself, we we certainly you know maybe maybe at the start I'm not sure what I might have as a young twenty year old I might have. Been thinking, geez, business is stressful and it's hard because I didn't know any better. Mm. Uh, and if I would have known this mindset stuff back then, uh, and someone would have brought it up, it could have been accelerated. Uh, however, you want to look at what's my actual honest belief about business. You know, yep. our thing is it can be fun, rewarding. Mm. It's the best personal development program on the planet. Uh, you can definitely make money straight away yep. uh, if you know how. Uh, you know, this whole time thing, time and money gets a bad rap. It's like, well why do you need to take two or three years to start being profitable from a business? That's a lot of rubbish, yeah. you know, in my opinion. So um, that's the thing. Firstly, is what's your attitude and mindset about belief? You have to believe in the possibility that you can achieve this. You might not have to believe in it could you haven't done it, but mm. believe in the possibility that this is real mm. and there's plenty of evidence if you hang around us and the people who have come through our program that it is real and it can happen and that's just the first step.
0: Yeah, so if I think back to a personal experience with that, I think of when I first launched as a PT 25 years ago, absolutely no business skill set with absolutely no business knowledge or structure. And so my first piece of advertising, I remember back 25 years ago, a young 20-year-old saved up all this money that I didn't have. And back then they had the local newspaper. They were still printing the Mm. local newspaper then.
1: Yeah, If you're under 20... Five or something. You You, probably don't know what that paper is. Yeah, they used to have these
0: things called newspapers. But anyway, back in the day. Pick your finger
1: and turn it and be fucking ink all over your hands.
0: (laughs) And they would deliver this in the local community. Anyway, I I took out a a quarter of a page ad and I prepaid for eight weeks in advance because it used to come out once a week. Now, I had no idea about marketing, no idea about how to structure an ad. At the time, I was writing to my bodybuilding training and all the rest of it. just won a bodybuilding championship. I I designed the ad. 80% of the ad was occupied by, guess what? A photo of me, of course. Yep. And the headline said, words of the effect of be trained by the champ. And had my phone number there. And it was... By the champ. <laughs> it, was, it was fingers crossed, hope and pray. Now, over those eight weeks, you might ask me how many people called. And when I tell you it's a big fat zero, mm-hmm. you will... you will. Number one, you may feel sorry for me. And that I was definitely feeling very sorry for myself. But what did I conclude back then and, and what I look at is what shaped you know, my view on business for, from an early experience? And what I concluded back then was um, advertising doesn't work, this stuff's a waste of money, it sucks, you know all the rest of it. I, I concluded all this stuff and I, I started to shape, a viewpoint around this now, little did I know that a piece of marketing need to have a structure behind it, need to have some sort of benefits driven headline need to have some sort of copy which really speaks to the person who is going to be you know potentially taking the first step forward with you, some social proofs, some testimonials, some sort of call to action, some reason for people to engage, but I had no knowledge, I hadn't had no skill set of any of that at that point in time. so I look back at that, and that's just one experience, mm. and I had plenty which I would sort of classify as a, a metaphor for why you know for that first period for me in business i probably wasn't achieving what i was capable of doing
1: yeah you fucked up a lot i think a you lot a saying? lot yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: absolutely i got to just breeze through <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, that's why you, well, sorry, you're a really good problem solver these uh, days, hey? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. a great problem solver. You fucked up I, so much in the past. Yeah. I've been really good at solving those problems. <laughs> so uh, there's yeah. there's the mindset side, and that, that part is so deep, you know, and the, the motivation part. I mean, motivation for anybody. If you've got a heartbeat, there'll be days when you're highly mm. intrinsically motivated. You want to you crush the world. There'll be other days where you may struggle for motivation mm. and, and, more importantly, focus, and that's really why you get help you get guidance because someone can keep you on track and making sure that you are taking steps in the right direction
1: yeah and on on, on that notice uh, when we talk about mindset part of mindset is is being able to ask for help and again with me I know when I was my young 20s like I would never have had uh, you know, my own coach and physical training, which these days for a long time, I'll go and source out other uh, coaches to train me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a father, a business owner. I've got all these other responsibilities. So mm-hmm. I love it, but also I also get to go and learn from other people uh, as well. But as a young, in my 20s, I just, it was my ego also got in the way of wanting to ask for help. And that's what really held me back. So you, you gotta, you've got to want to be able to uh, understand that it's okay to ask for help. Uh, it's mm. a sign of strength not a sign mm. of weakness and it's the quickest way to success uh, given, given that you're asking it from the right person and we talk about this and you know when you're looking for help or guidance or coaching or mentoring whatever it may be mm. you, you've got to really look into and we encourage us or who am I taking advice from you know is it my parents that don't know about business? Is it my friends who don't know about business am I asking the local uh, PT at my gym who's he's not really qualified in it or have I done my diligence and and you know, seek out the right people who are credible. I can tell they're credible. I can tell they got a track record, history. You know, all these things are important. But asking for help—that was my key thing that held me back. Uh, and I—I I, I just recall when I realized I went, you know, because uh, it was the, the underlying issue was I thought, oh, if I asked for help, people couldn't know I'm not doing as well. And mm. I realized that's just that was, you know, my. um Know, old, old, younger behaviour and and thinking coming into place. And the day that I realised, look, asking for help is a smart decision. Otherwise, I'm going to go broke mm. and I'm going to go under and I'm going to be back in the job. I, hey, it was a turning point. So long-winded way, I say that you know, getting help and support is important when you're in business by yourself because there's no one looking. So when you're needing to do certain activities and things, and Brad's, Brad was just meaning uh, this before, mm. it's like when you're a solo business operator, you're, you're running the business, you're in it, you're, you're trying to do the marketing, the sales, all the rest of it. Yeah, and of, deliver the service. And <laughs> deliver the service. There's a lot. There's a lot of areas that you've, you're responsible for. So it can it can be easy when no one's looking, uh, to not do the things that are going to help your business. So having the right person in place and we call it put again putting yourself in a position to win. Yeah, is important for any small business. Like in our, our company, we have a, we have a lot, quite a large team, and there's there's meetings, there's uh, team meetings every month. There's it's pretty hard. You, you know t- to not turn up and go Look, i haven't done my stuff again because it's going to be exposed and nor, nor do you want it but i actually personally like it i mm. like the fact that even down yes. to who's doing a live video on a certain page today i go shit that was my turn today yeah it's seven o'clock at night i really don't feel like doing it but there's no fucking way I- i'm going to turn up to the office tomorrow knowing that i haven't done it yeah because it's important to me to keep the word but it but if if the other people weren't there it- uh, it's a possibility. It's uh, possibility. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And that habit is not a healthy habit. Mm. So having someone there that is not there to say, have you done your homework? Have you done this? It's more going, someone who's on your team, who treats a business like it's theirs, they're on your team mm. and going, right, here, here's our KPIs, here's our targets we want to hit for this week, this month. Yep. It's so important to move yourself forward.
0: Yeah, and then it's motivating too, you know. So as you start to see the the results of this, so it could be very easy to look at it from the perspective, what haven't I done? More importantly, it's let's tick off on the things that we are doing and we, you can feed off that. Back to what you were saying before, I guess, depending upon each individual style, not asking for help, You know, you might think I'm going to come across as weak or maybe it's the fact that I already consider myself to be kind of well educated and I I should be above this stuff. I I shouldn't have to ask for help. Maybe it's the fact that I don't want to look like I'm silly. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't even know how to ask the question more appropriately. So there can be whatever version of it. And that's why if we we come back to exploring mental roadblocks or potentially self-sabotaging beliefs, that's why it's... Chapter One in our number one best-selling book, mm. uh, the new 2020 version coming out, Pathway to Profits. That's why it's the first pillar and the first series inside our our 30 for 30 program, because it's just so critical mm. and so much correlation, so much connection to business. So I guess my advice is, as I'm coaching people, is to say we've got to get these two things sorted. And my observation in the fitness industry is that we love our activity, we love the technical side of training, we become well versed, we become well skilled in that, but the two areas that we see most often that people need to develop and it was the exact two areas that I needed to work on was number one, work on myself personally. So improve my ability to, you know, turn up and be a better version and number two, get the business systems, get the business knowledge. Mm,
1: absolutely. And and the way that I look at it, the way that I realised uh, afterwards was when I had, you know, even the gym, and uh, tell the story a lot where I had no idea what I was doing, set it up, you know, went for it, got myself in all kinds of debt, no business, all the stuff we just talked about. So I'm not going to rehash it. All the stuff, skill set, structure, support, none of that. Uh, you know, for every person that walked up to the counter and said, "How much is it?" and I hand them a flyer and waved them back down the stairs again because I didn't know what to say. They didn't know what to, they didn't know what to ask. Uh, There's two people you know, one, coming to seek help, but I didn't know actually how to do a good job in that area. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, okay. And so they walked back down the stairs. When I think about the amount of people that walked out of that facility that I didn't really do justice to, to be able to help or guide uh, the amount of money that I'm from a business perspective that I lost versus when I started to then look at getting help and coaching and mentoring, because I, I guess I had that mindset going, oh, it's, it's expensive or whatever, because mm-hmm. everything's too expensive, right? So you see the value in it. Yeah, yeah. But then you know with reflection i went oh man the amount of people i know how much my average client was mm. you know how many pts we had for, out of the gym how many clients how long a member stayed for it was like you know it was a small fraction to invest and start getting the help yeah uh because that's the, that's the thing I say, like every day that you don't know how to close a sale, how to get a lead, mm. how to market yourself on social media properly, how to actually get your message across so you stand out, it's costing you a shit ton of money. <laughs> More importantly, not either money, it's, it's it's just it's each day it, you could be dying a slow death. You yeah. know, your business could be dying a slow death and then you don't get to do what you love and you know the money has to play a part because we all got to live, we all got a lifestyle and that's none of our business and that's what we say. We don't... Um, your choice, your preach, choice preaching you anybody about how much they it's just the fact that have a choice of mm. what you want to do but it needs to play a part in it but more importantly to, to do what you love yep if you want to, to impact a, more people's lives make a difference out there and if you don't want to be working in a job that you're just turning up exchanging time for money and getting a paycheck and then hanging in there until retirement mm. super then th- these are the reasons why you would you would get this area of uh, your business and yourself sorted as we've been talking about today.
0: Yeah, and unanimously, what we hear from the industry from 25 years in it is that we hear people are in the industry because they have a love affair with the industry, number one. We typically arrive in the health and fitness space because we do love it. Secondly, it's the... The, the, the large part is wanting to assist and help people, change people's lives. And when someone's turned around to you and said, you've changed my life, and I know many fitness professionals have had that happen to them, it's an amazing thing to be a part of. You go, wow, this is something I'm really contributing and I'm, I'm playing a part in this. So once again, if you don't get this stuff right, your legacy, your ability to impact more people's lives and to help more people may be severely diminished. And then that has a direct correlation to the amount of income or revenue that you might be able to bring into the business.
1: Yeah. So the summary for me is with the right training, the, the right uh, education, mm. the right resources, uh, the right support network uh, and community and uh, mentors and coaches in your corner, all, all that stuff goes away. Mm. So all, all the stuff we talked about that is an issue for business that we see it all, go, it all goes away. It, it all changes and then you can, you know, start to move forward and, mm. and execute the business that you've always probably wanted or wished of or mm. dreamed of um, and that all equals the lifestyle, fulfilling your mission of helping people and, and doing it for as long as you want. So, you know, we've been in this industry for a long, long time now and every day it's just better than the next. So, mm. uh, I mean, there, the choice is your, We always have a fork in the road. We, mm. we we rather wait till it gets all a bit too late and we're on mm. the watercliff's edge. Mm. And then that's a hard slog trying to get up, or you're smart enough to, you know, be downstream going. Nah, you know, I'm I'm not really sure not what I'm doing and where I'm going and what I need to put in place and what skill sets I need. And then you start to think about that more in action, take yeah. some step to do it. And yeah, that's my invitation to anyone watching this or listen to it. That uh, you know, I encourage you to contact us to. To just take that first step and find out how we can help and you know this is the other thing i say to our guys is don't be afraid to to ask for people you know to take some form of action and get your help it, we, we love what we do I, i'm not making any secret about it we, we love working with really good people we love seeing them develop and and grow as mm. people and the relationships we build them and the only way that we can do that effectively is by saying look our door's open we would love to be able to help you if you resonate with us we no idea if we can help you personally, but it's always that first step. Mm. So it's, there's my invitation to say, if you're listening or watching this, and you re, you resonate with us, you've been tuning in. Just reach out, contact us, and uh, you know, arrange time to to have a chat.
0: Mm, absolutely. So if we we talk now, let's just talk the thirty for thirty, and let's speak about the process behind it, what the journey somebody might go through. So I just mentioned it before: is that if someone's going to bar- embark on this process, number one. What we need to do is we need to put a, a focus into you know, overcoming potentially self-sabotaging beliefs, roadblocks, false beliefs, things that can uh, pop up and can definitely block your success. Once we get through that part, then where we then move into is I guess what we refer to as the second module. We like to refer to it as the mindset of the six-figure personal trainer, fitness coach, and and what it's all about is is taking you on a journey on going, well, this is the typical life of a typical fitness professional. This is where it commences. This is some of the struggles, these are some some of the things that are going to present themselves. And what we show you along that way uh, is the methodology behind how how you move yourself from being from making a start as a solo independent personal trainer and going through that potentially rocky road of, of things that are, are going to pop up in front of you, challenges that are going to present themselves. And more importantly, show you quick and easy solutions on how you can start to overcome those. So things like how do I set my my payment structure and when it's time to have an increase in my charge out fee, how do I do that? When it's time to set up the right terms and conditions, when it's time to consider my exchange of of time working in the business and time working on the business. Mm-hmm. So once again, all these things are an integral part of running a business, but it's it's very easy for someone just to, I guess what we might refer to as fall into the trap of just simply spinning your wheels and doing the same things day in, day out, not thinking slightly differently. If we move from there, then we want to go straight into making sure that you understand every part of the analysis of your business, every single stat, every single metric, and, and more importantly, what are the things that you do need to track and measure? So this part... You, you, you don't need a thesis in statistics to be able to follow this part. There is a, a simple formula that we've constructed, but once again, what we see way too often are people that haven't derived a process behind this, who haven't appropriately set up their financial structure in terms of their bank accounts, exactly what money needs to be put into what bank account and how it's structured in terms of GST and taxes and profit and vault and all the rest of it and how that could play out in terms of you setting up your structure professionally. So if we've run into so many PTs who consider the amount of revenue that they receive. So it's I've, I've pulled in $1,500 this week, and it's almost like, this is all my money. Well, yeah, your business has earned it, but that is not all your money. <laughs> if you're going to be in business and you're going to run a business, there are ways that we need to structure and, and set this up for success. And what it means for you in terms of setting goals, targets, and outcomes is that once once we have that part now, you'll be very clear on what the business needs to produce to give you what it is that you want in terms of lifestyle, in terms of profitability and so forth. So that's our first uh, three stages. Jase, you want to speak about the next part, which is, I guess, the meatiest part on this 30 for 30, which is really the the marketing side of it.
1: The, the part we then go through is just helping you to understand a, a, a clear segue with yeah, who are you wanting to service in the marketplace? So it's first identifying your ideal clients. And most people don't know. They go, I'll train anybody, anytime, anywhere. It's hard to market that. So we run you through a formula where you understand where are you best suited in the marketplace. Uh, next thing is, well, we start to look at, well, then what uh, are the problems, challenges that, that uh, those ideal clients face and how do you provide a solution for them? Uh, then it goes through a process of understanding then how do you attract those clients. So 3,000 to 6,000 bits of advertising people see every day. Uh, You're either going to be invisible, uh, even if you are marketing, or Mm. you're going to stand out. So we start to teach a first thing is the most important thing is, well, how do you actually just stop people to pay attention to what you want to say or what you do? Uh, And then at the end, it's then providing a solution. So the whole concept of that is to understand Know, truly what you do, how to get your message across clearly, stand out from all the other clutter, which look, you know, nowadays there's a lot of people talking about that, uh, about how to do that. Uh, but there's we go a lot more in depth with understanding the true uh, methods behind it, the psychology of how people think by uh, what gets them attracted to your uh, information. So it's really, really important we have that down pat. So in that part then it's everything from how to advertise on social media. If you're in person, knowing what to say, how to construct your marketing messaging, and again, at the end of the day, we're in a marketing and sales business, so that part's going to be critically important for you just to have a business that thrives on a
0: regular basis. And with you know, fifty thousand plus fitness professionals in Australia, four hundred thousand plus fitness professionals in the US, hundred thousand plus in the UK, with, with you know, it's a there's a large portion of people no matter where you're tuning in. The, the real question is, is with all these people out there and this, this extra layer of and level of competition, how is it that you're going to resonate with your potential and ideal client? You know, how are you going to stand out from the pack? How are you going to be different? How are you going to be able to speak to that person? So you, you cut through the clutter and you don't just become, quote unquote, another PT so from your, your client's perspective, from the outside, look at NPTs, you, you all kind of look the same. You all look fit and healthy and you're telling me I can, I can lose fat and I can do all this sort of stuff. But more importantly, how do you find your unique message and how do you set that up in such a way that is not just about inviting in a lead and the way I define a lead is a mm. name, an email and a phone number, and that's a, that's a good start, don't get me wrong. Mm. But more importantly, how do we bring in more qualified people that are very clear on the problems that you solve and the ways that you can help them. Because when those people start walking through the door, trust me, and this is why we say you don't need a squillion leads, you don't need 10,000 leads, so you, you, 100 leads a month, whatever whatever it might be, more importantly, you'll you identify the exact number because your conversion rate is going to be so well adjusted to the amount of leads coming in. It's going to be very healthy because you're bringing in the right people from day one.
1: Yeah, it, the whole program, the whole th- concept is to take the confusion out of it and you're piggybacking off our 25 years of experience so if you're sitting there like the idea of that cutting through all the clutter Mm. you know 2008 we've had thousands of thousands of people come through it's not uh, just a good idea or the latest concept it's it's proven and tested uh methods uh teaching uh resources that have been worked time and time again so you sit there and go well i'd love to piggyback off that someone who's done all the work before you it's like going and letting a martial art you've got a black belt who's been doing it for 20 30 years to teach you the effective ways to cut through all the clutter to cut through all the confusion try to figure it out on your own or you know you just keep doing what you're doing and try to find all the stuff out there on the internet for free and uh you know hopefully get the right information so it's a pathway to profits for a reason and it chunks into 30 minutes or 30 days mm. for that reason to take all that confusion uh, and spinning your wheels out of
0: it and mate you definitely dropped uh, the word black belt in there because you are one didn't you is Correct. that right yeah yeah, yeah uh, cool. it's pretty it comes to mind yeah i've, got, I've, got, I've only got two though
1: so two okay cool two. yeah just yeah just Okay, in case anyone's what, interested.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, to, to conclude, I, I guess our five pillars to success, once we, once we acquire the highly qualified person, well, we need to have a process to be able to convert them. And we spoke at the start of this audio about the sales and conversion process. And so we want to run you through what we would consider to be best practice in 2020. And it's making sure that you are able to sell in a very, what we would refer to as a non-salesy way so that you can remove the the typical sales out of selling and be able to convert more people into ongoing clients. And trust me, when you see this process in action, when you understand the methodology behind it, what you'll see is that it's not salesy at all and you feel very comfortable. Those clients of ours who adopt this process, follow the strategy comment constantly even those that turn up to us and say hey i hate sales i'm not a fan of sales i'm fearful of sales and all the rest of it how wow this methodology and this process makes it a hell of a lot easier for me to convert more people into ongoing clients and that's what it's about Cool, cool. So 30 for 30. So the where, somewhere where you're watching this video, you listen to the audio, we'll make sure we get a link through that you can access the 30 for 30 because we say really for anybody, if you want to speak the same language, if we want to be on the same page, if you want st- to understand the structure of a successful fitness business, then this is a minimum standard requirement that you would get involved in. Agreed.
1: Yeah, now... If you're watching this on YouTube, then uh, make sure that you subscribe to the channel so you get the updates and you also know where the next uh, podcast is coming out. Uh, leave comments below, things mm. that you want to hear, you want us to cover, topics, get involved, get engaged. Uh, if you're listening or watching this on YouTube or you're listening on our podcast, uh, the audio, and you haven't yet joined our Facebook community group, then I recommend that you mm. go and do that uh it's, a, it's what we do our training resources tips but you then supported by other like-minded fitness professionals who are all striving to be better so it's a great community for, for you to have support if you go on to facebook and you just type in trainer hq uh, then it will come up community uh our Facebook community group uh yeah. that's the one to to go to uh We'll accept you into the group. You got a few questions, are three questions? Just answer the questions, and then we'll add you to the group. And we'd love to have you involved in the in that uh, community.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to start to round off. And I guess from my perspective, look, number one, you're in business. It's your responsibility to become better, knowledgeable, better skilled in business. And I'm probably preaching to the converted because you're listening to this or you're tuning into us. Yeah, I don't know. hopefully. But from that perspective, I guess what I say is continually upskill, continue to learn. You know, I, I picked up my first barbell set when I was 12 years old. I'm 46 years old now. I'm mm. constantly still learning new strategies, new methods, new techniques in terms of lifting, in terms of training and, and how to get improve myself. And so I look at business in exactly the same way, These, th- that quality. If you've got that mindset mm. with your own development – those qualities are completely transferable to your business as well. And so if you adopt that same process and that same attitude and same mentality, you're going to get out of it what it is that you want. And that's my concluding part.
1: Awesome. And I just, whatever he said, I just say at times too. It was amazing. So yeah, (laughs) what he said.
0: Absolutely. So from one black belt and um, another guy, I've got a black belt macrame actually. Um, Yeah. Oh, that was perfect.
1: Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Good one. All right, we, we're, we're going to leave on that note because otherwise it's going to go downhill real fast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.
0: Yes. Bye bye. See you next time. Uh, uh, oh, look at that, hey? Eh? Good, morning.